Welcome to Japan according to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Welcome to episode 88. It's Tada, I'm back. Don't worry. Uh, I didn't forget about you guys. And this is kind of a quick short makeup episode. Uh, I just explained what's been going on、uh, recently. A big typhoon that came through, wreaked havoc on the whole area.、Um, teased a little bit of stuff that's coming up for the next episode. And just, just get you、uh, up to date on what's been going on in and around Tokyo.、Um, not too deep. Again, I explained during the, during the episode why I'm kind of on a bit of a time restriction. But don't worry, we got some, I set things up for a really good episode coming up next time. But for this time, enjoy. Hello, we are back. In effect, my apologies for the delay. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 89.、Uh, I have a bit, some explaining to do. I got a little explaining to do.、Um, well, if you're a long time listener, you know life sometimes happens. So there are sometimes delays in me getting the podcast out. And that's kind of what happened this time. Nothing huge. Again, it hasn't been a huge. Week, several weeks delay,、um, like it was, I think, about a year ago. If you know, again, my OG listeners know, again, the, the eight of y'all who are OG listeners know、uh, there was a time about a year ago, where, or yeah, about a year ago around now, where I was putting out like one podcast a month pretty much,、uh, just because working everything got really, really busy. And it's not like that, so but I do apologize again. I've been Keeping uh pretty keeping up on the rate the podcast has been coming out, but um, last week several things happened. I'm gonna catch you up on what's been going on here in and around Tokyo and what's going on in my life and everything like that. Uh, and give you a few articles in today's episode. Again, it's gonna be, I know I always say it, it's gonna be a short one, short but sweet, but this time it really is because、uh, I'm on a bit of a time delay or time deadline. I'm recording this during the day. Um, I just had a half a day of work. And so、uh, I'm about to, I'm just recording this just before I head out to work. So after I record this, I'm going to grab something to eat real quick and jet off to work. So, but I just wanted to make sure I at least got it down, recorded before leaving so that when I come back tonight, I can just, you know, edit it really quickly and upload it for you guys、uh, with no problems. So, oh, sorry, bump the mic stand. All right, so again, let me, let me get into everything and just explain what's been going on in around Tokyo. So, about a little over a week ago, I'll start with that.、Uh, let, me, let me get myself situated.、Uh, whatchamacallit? Okay, you can read about it too. It's a bit of an older article now, it's not so current, but、um, again, sorry, bump the mic. Um, there's an article related to what I'm going to tell you if you want to read a little bit more on it. It's、um, a Japan Times article and it's entitled、uh, Powerful Typhoon Faxi, F A X A I. Faxi, Faxi, I don't know. So, Powerful Typhoon Faxi, I'll just call it Faxi. Powerful Typhoon Faxi kills three, injures 40, and wreaks havoc on Tokyo transportation system. So now we're recording this about a, a week and a couple of days after this story was relevant. And actually, there are still people I've heard in、uh, areas of Chiba, C H I B I,、uh, 
C H I B A, sorry, Chiba Prefecture, uh, where where um, the typhoon hit, I guess, a bit harder, and um, still have experiencing blackouts to my knowledge. A couple of week, you know, almost a week and a half, basically after the typhoon hit, and I guess it's, it's called Typhoon Faxi, Faxi, whatever. Um, yeah, it, it, it basically slammed directly into Tokyo. Normally, if you, if you if you take a look at the map, a map of Japan, uh, typhoons generally follow um, a path along the coast of Japan, meaning like they'll start form through Okinawa. It's like the line of where Japan uh, lies geographically is kind of where how they come up. They start hit Okinawa first, creep up Western Japan, like uh, where, for example, Hiroshima is then along through Kyoto, things like that, and work their way up to Tokyo, the Tokyo area eventually, normally as a either a weaker typhoon or as a um, tropical storm or something, something like that. Not always on that line, but, you know, sometimes, like, they'll hit, but generally they'll hit, maybe hit, for example, Osaka or something like that first, and then Bucka, <laughs> Bucka right, you know, Bucka right, and then uh, come up along the coast. This one, though, however hit direct made landfall directly like it just like lined up tokyo and bow punched it right in the face and hit right on the um like hit tokyo right in the kisser so what happened was uh i believe that sunday night yeah that was that sunday night like about a week and a half ago i'm recording this on on a wednesday so uh a week and a half ago on sunday sunday overnight the typhoon hit and yeah, so one one thing to look out for, I don't know if I talked about it before, is whatever place that you have, if, if you're coming to Japan, you're going to want to make sure you have storm shutters, which actually, no, you might not, for a rental apartment, you're probably not going to have storm shutters, I'm not going to lie. If you're living in a guest house or something, might be, depending on how old the house is, but um, at least, it's not like a, a deal breaker, but you're going to want to need you're gonna want to see how thick the glass is you know if it's like reinforced glass or something like that i think you'll be fine without um storm shutters but if it's like paper thin ass glass or something like that and it's kind of an exposed area where you can see it'll hit be hit directly by the wind that will be something that can kind of make you nervous like if you got reinforced glass with like kind of you know wire going through the glass and shit like that you'll be fine without um without uh any any reinforcements or anything like that but definitely if it's just like paper thin glass you're going to want to take a look at the dimensions of the neighborhood that you're in during typhoon season i don't know if i talked about it before i think i believe i talked about it before that one typhoon a few years ago i don't know why but i forgot in in our bedroom we have like kind of thin glass we don't have reinforced glass other parts of the house we we do but that our windows in the bedroom don't but we have storm shutters but i forgot to close them and I was scared shitless that night because the wind was just hitting the glass and you can see them like vibrating and shit. And I was like, oh my gosh, please don't like be like a horror, like M. Night Shyamalan movie or something. And glass comes like exploding in, you know, from outside. But I was really, really freaked out by it. Um, again, um, that was because the wind was hitting directly on the side that side of the house it was a really exposed area so the wind could really hit full force and you could feel it and even um if you've never experienced a typhoon before 
you can't sleep through it, typhoon unless you can sleep like like my son. He was knocked out. I was like, oh, I envy you, but I was fucking, 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 fucking shook. Not not shook, but you know, just um, really, really concerned about it, pretty much, um, because it, it just the speed and the force that came in was was a, a lot to handle. Um, so that's just something for you to look out for. Uh, after, so what happened the next day after the typhoon, which is something that I don't think I've experienced or seen happen for a while, but pretty much, yeah, I don't even think I ever experienced it. I can't recall it. What happened was pretty much because the typhoon hit overnight, the night before the JR, JR and a lot of the train stations delayed their opening of, of their train line. So they were like, okay, we're not opening the trains. Normally, trains start running at like five o'clock in the morning in Tokyo, right? That's like the start. Pretty much five o'clock, you you can get a train. If you go out five o'clock uh, until five o'clock, you're not getting the train, right? <laughs> if you go out all night, I think I talked about it before. Like if you make the decision to stay out all night, past around midnight, eleven thirty midnight, one o'clock in the morning, depending on where you are related to where you're hanging out, and it's gonna be between eleven thirty and one o'clock. It's gonna be you. Where, where your last train lies right but if you out past that or you miss your last train you're done until five o'clock in the morning however on the monday after the next day after the typhoon hit it was fucking chaos man and because they closed the train lines um they said we're not opening until 10 o'clock in the morning right and of course 10 o'clock and something that really normally doesn't happen that the train station had to walk it back so I mean, my, myself, like, I had to work that day. So I was like, okay, they open it at 10 o'clock. All right, I'm going to the train station. Make my way to the train station. I'm like, why are there so many people on the street today? Get there. It's like a mob of motherfuckers. I might even post the, the picture on my Instagram. I took a picture of my train station where it was just a mob of people. And I was just like, you couldn't even get in the train station. People are waiting on the platform. It was crazy. So I just had to go back home and, and wait it out for a while until things started moving. I was just checking Twitter and see, again, Japanese Twitter, just to see what people were doing, calling my office until I made my way back to the station. But um, it really wreaked havoc. It has been wreaking havoc. Not havoc, but it's been a bitch. Let me just say that. It's been a bitch for a lot of people um, just to try and get everything back on track, um, you know, after the storm. Um and the if I pro, again stuff I probably talked about before. If you don't know though, the day after a typhoon, um, the water, the the air temperature kind of changes. So typically, it's really really hot, really humid. So the next day, it was also super hot, super humid. You know, um, everyone's like crowded around the train station, like waiting to get on. People were just grumpy. It was just crazy. And um, eventually, I got I got to work. I, I worked like a half a day that day. It, it was just a, it was just wild. It was a mess, but um, I got through it. And um, yeah, so apparently, if you, you can read up on it, you know, especially it seems like Chiba was hit a bit harder than Tokyo or Kanagawa was. But it was a pretty serious typhoon. Like even with the storm surge cho- closed and everything, it was I was woke up like thirty times because of the wind. Because when the wind hits the weir windows. It's just so loud, like, you gotta wake up. It's gonna wake you up unless you were just, like, you know, a two-year-old kid who sleeps like, sleeps like a rock because my son was out all night. But the rest of everyone else, we were, we were waking up, like, left and right all night. My dog was freaking out, and you know. But we got through it safe and sound. No blackouts. No blackouts on this side. 
Okay, so that that's the that's the major thing that happened. Now, um, I have a few other articles. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, so I talked about that. I talked about that. I'm, I'm scanning through these articles. Oh, okay. Very quickly, there is something that I wanted to talk to you about. It's related to hot springs, which I I, I haven't. I, I, maybe I failed to bring up um, previously when I talked about them. And it was a really interesting article. I read most of it. Uh, another Japan Times article and it's t- entitled Shocking Baths of Japan. And it's a really interesting article by someone. I don't know who it is. But um, they pretty much cat- um, chronicle their hot spring experience here in Japan. And especially one about Dinkibudo, which I might have touched on. If you go way back a year, a year and a half ago, I think, when I actually walk you through the steps of entering a hot spring and what to do step by step when you go there, do's and don'ts of it. I might have ta- touched on Dinkibudo. I I think I remember bringing it up. I was a lot more favorable of Dinkibudo than the person in the article. Again, for me, Dinkibudo is just basically electrodes in the water um, that kind of shock your system, your not your system, <laughs> but your muscles in that area and force them to constrict, contract. The person here was kind of like, I guess, basically stumbled upon this and was like, had no idea what the fuck they were. It was just like, like, you know, contract, I think her legs or stomach or something like that. And if you get too close, it will be a quite a painful experience. But if you're like sore or something like that, for me, I used it for that, like to really um, massage away soreness in my muscles and things like that. Of course, you have to be a bit careful how close and the distance you use. You, you got to use your discretion. The person in the article made it seem like they're just like torture devices or something like that. But uh, for me, if, if you have any muscle soreness or any stiffness like in your shoulders or something like that, I personally go straight for that area to kind of massage or soothe out any stiffness in in a certain area. And it works for me. Like, I wouldn't really use it on my stomach. That's kind of stupid for me. But, like, legs, shoulders, you know, arms, like that, back, I've used to really help massage away a lot of stiffness in those joints and parts of my body. So... Um, the article is kind of entertaining. The person might have played it up just for the creative writing purposes. Um, I, but I can imagine people who aren't really as familiar with public baths being a bit, you know, no pun intended, no pun intended, but shocked by it. But it, it is something that's definitely noteworthy. And um, I prefer for you to know about it before you enter Japan uh, and, 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 you know, and at least be aware of what the kanji is too. That is one thing I would say. Like, I could read the kanji and I remember, like, it's a little corner in the hot spring I used to go to a lot. I'm like, okay, that's kind of dinky, but that's kind of interesting. And then, like, oh, like, you know, feeling the shot, like, oh, okay, now I understand. But, like, if you can't read kanji and you just, like, go to sit down in a corner of a hot spring and you're, like, jolted by this, like, you know, force making your muscles constrict 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 i could see that would be you know again shocking for you <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry but you know but um i definitely recommend you at least check out the article uh and um do a bit of homework on that again it, it can be useful if you use it the correct way um 
Oh uh, yeah, there's there's another quick uh, again Olympic bashing article. I won't go into detail about it because you heard me talk about it. But the experts are coming out, you know. So there's a Japan Times article, Japan Today, sorry, Japan Today article. Top doctor sounds alarm over heat stroke in Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Again, top doctor sounds alarm over heat stroke at 2020 Olympics. You, if you've heard, listened to the podcast, you've heard me talk about this before. You're gonna hear about it a lot more, especially after the Rugby World Cup uh, is done or after 2020 turns. It's just gonna be the the story of the day. Again, it's crazy some of the shit that's going on. Um, and actually, I'm yeah. There's another topic here. There's a, actually a couple of other topics. Good topics that I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I'm going to leave you on a cliffhanger. Sorry. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what the fuck that noise was. But I'm, I'm going to leave you on a bit of a cliffhanger. Again, really short podcast. I just wanted to put something out there, you know, so that you could know I didn't forget about you guys. And yeah, uh, not only the typhoon, but in the past week I had, um, I, I forgot to say private stuff. I won't get into much detail, but. Um, nothing bad, but just family obligations that I had to fulfill, which prevented me from doing, um, basically doing any work in the evening and damn sure any recording in the evening, like all week last week. So I had the typhoon plus family stuff I had, I had to deal with, um, to, you know, um, work around. So I was pretty much just like running on work, family stuff all week, and I and, and I, I just didn't have the time to do anything. So now I'm just like last night I just rested, literally rested up. Um, after work I was just like, you know what, fuck it. I work late today. Um, my my son's off. He's not here. He's you know at daycare now. So I have like the day and morning and afternoon off. So I went to Costco. You know, and, and and just came back and just chilled last night, chilled today, today, and just rested, recovered, reset myself. You know, um, but I do have a bit of an easier schedule for the next couple of days, so um, kind of taking that time to get started going with my work stuff. Um, you know, my my other projects and stuff like that, and back on a more regular recording schedule is kind of looks looks like what things are gonna be turning into. So again, this is. The episode, the catch-up episode is just really short. And then I'm going to save the other juicier topics that I have for next time because I just don't want to get into it. Um, it's it's going to be, I think, an interesting conversation. I'm go- I'll am i just give you a little cliffhanger with it. Normally, I said on this podcast, I'm not going to go into dating advice or stuff like that. But I'm going to, I found an article and a topic that... I'll go into it a little bit on the next uh, episode, just a little bit um, that I think is relevant. Not too deep, not, not nothing like that. I'm not going to be like Dr. Love or, or anything like that, especially because I'm a guy. I don't want to. I would imagine I'm just completely speculating. Sorry if I'm wrong, but uh, 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 I would imagine there are a lot of male listeners out there. So excuse me. But again, for the, for the ladies to. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to slant it only for the guys like I'll put some stuff in there for the ladies but the topic in itself is about like dating kind of stuff i know you've been waiting you're like yes give us the juicy stuff yes you know (laughs) don't worry i'm not gonna be like kissing and telling um my experiences personal experiences too much but 
Um, I'll give, I'll drop a little bit of stuff. Drop a little sprinkle, little game on y'all. Sprinkle a little game on y'all. <laughs> um, about uh, uh, next episode. So just, just bear with me for a few more days. Again, the the next episode should come out on or at or around the regular um day or time you listen to it. Again, just give me some leeway. And just, just to let you know, um, from now on, if you if there is some delay in the podcast in the future, again, I'm not a professional at this. It is gonna be because more than likely schedule wise there's some conflict or some family obligation or something. It's that's gonna be the reason why. You know, besides that I'm kinda very committed to, to trying keeping somewhat of a regular weekly schedule. Even with this, like this is kinda my makeup kinda for um other stuff that happened the past couple of days. So let me leave it there and just leave you guys salivating, leave you waiting, leave you anticipating <laughs> the next episode. Let me let me hurry up and get ready. Um, pack this shit up, get ready to go to work, and I'll holler at y'all soon. Alright, y'all. Peace.